Welcome to Two Dads Against the World, where we take on the funny world we live in, one diaper change, one soccer practice, one homework assignment at a time. Yes, let's be part of a conversation as we chat about what it takes to face the world as we care for our families and communities. We will rant, we will laugh, and we will all understand a bit more than we did before. Scotty, how are you doing? I feel like you gotta change the intro. Like, I, feel I like think we got. Did you just try and cheers me with a Pabst Blue Ribbon? How yeah, my brother, fucking dare you? Honestly, yeah, my, like, yeah, go. No, courtesy of my brother. My I wouldn't brother. even He's put like, that you know, on camera. Try like, this. Why would you even be proud that you're drinking something like that? I'm not. I'm just. I'm just showing it off. You know. Not you know what tastes better than show. that? You know, it's just a, a step Any up. Water. If you are drinking a cup of squirrel piss right now, I'd have a little bit more respect. Pabst Blue Ribbon PBR. Are you serious? Well, that's 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 the relationship my brother and I have. I thought you were doing okay for money wise. Like, what the fuck? So my brother came up for the Battle of Alberta, like, and that's what he tickets. brought up. Your that's brother doesn't love you. No, he does not. He, he tolerates. <laughs> Jeez. He totally no. That's this is truth. That's what he brought to your house as PBR. We're that's brothers. Like, that's like we're saying brothers, you're but... not good enough to bring good beer to your house. You're I, just not I good have... enough. I have Sleeman in the fridge. That's fine. I, that's way that's better good. than PBR. Way better. So I'm just getting through this because it's like it's like four percent. Whatever. It's he wanted to try it. I, that's what he tells me. It is the worst hipster beer ever created. Hipster beer? It looks oh, like it's from the '80s. This it can. does, but it is a hipster beer. Why? What and it's hipster? disgusting. It is disgusting. You know what it reminds me of? Have you ever been to the Stratton White Avenue back in the day when they used to just take the draft beer and then just poured it like like everything was all the funnel, all the waste would be punneled into buckets and they would just like bucket you out cups of beer for the 25 no, cent draft. Never That's was what there. that shit is. That's Ugh. what that is. It's just it's not good for you. You know, do yourself a favor. Go to the bathroom, you know, take a little bathroom break and pour that in the toilet because that's where it needs to be because it's absolute piss. But it's, it's something my brother gave me, which, you know, I'm going to milk that. Yeah, I'm but milk that. your brother gave you that. <laughs> I think he's trying to poison you. I'm trying to appreciate it. And one, anyway, I'd much rather my, have a risk. Enough of my high class, high class taste. But honestly, even if you had had a course banquet, I'd give you a little bit more respect. He was trying to sell me that it was like course bank, banquet. I don't, I don't. You know what? Chris with Johnson's Wood Floors, he he has sold me on Coors Banquet. I actually think it's a legit it's a legit golden lager that is is crushable. It is crushable. I don't mind it at all. I think it's a go getter beer. I think it's it's something you should probably just keep in your fridge. It'll hit everybody, you know, in the right spot. It's a good one to keep in the fridge. Coors Banquet. There you go. There you go. Yeah. There's a little tip it says, of the day. It says, by Johnson's it Wood says, Floors. I, yeah, it's it Here says go. that I cut my own grass. Yeah, and uh, I like to sit back and enjoy it. So, I got a great I got a great photo from a friend of mine in Calgary. He actually had a a photo of the cigar he was smoking and the uh, the rum he was drinking because he just came back from Nicaragua. Mm. And uh, he had some he had some nice. Uh, cigars brought back and some rum and he had this picture of like you know the cigar the rum on the table and uh, like freshly mowed lawn in the background oh and just i'm like and just peace life is peaceful and moment. i'm like that is that is the most peaceful picture i've mm. i've seen in so long i'm like good like on it. you 
I love that. I love that. Those kind of things. Yeah. You know, it's almost not quite a beach. Some people are into dick pics. I'm into cigar drink pics. I'm really into that. Grass and 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 natural grass and and cut grass, not just natural grass. Cut grass, freshly mowed grass, and drinks in the same picture. I'm hot for that. It's a beautiful thing. I'm I'm hot for that shit. Where where is the Instagram? Where are the is Pinterest still a thing? Uh, Pinterest is still a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Just Where's... ask uh, just ask uh, Chris with uh, Johnson's Wood Floors. He's on Pinterest. Pinterest. Uh, oh, these his clients! Life. I bet you. Oh yeah, man. Oh, oh yeah, not even that. Oh. Oh yeah. No. The cl- the clients or his wife? Oh, his wife. Oh, all over. My wife Pinterest. too. But the thing is that my wife when like no means no. <laughs> Chris is too nice. No, and he's like, okay, sure. do it next week. Sounds good. I could do mm-hmm. that. I have mm-hmm. the technology and the tools and the know-how. Fine. Whereas I, I look at shit like that with Michelle, and Michelle's just like, oh, do you think we can do something like that? Fuck no. I cannot afford the engineering to do that. Oh, you don't need an engineer. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. It needs to be. This needs to be drafted. This that is, mezzanine's this is not going to work. Plan. <laughs> I, I need to get a, a seismic done. No, we well, can't afford this. I hear it's you. Not, I, I it's get... just wallpaper. Fuck that. No, it's not happening. <laughs> we were just talking yesterday about wallpaper. We have like that uh, half bath downstairs. Oh my god! We're, we're thinking if resell. I mean, that's optimistic. If we ever can actually sell this thing, but anyways, you'll never um, want to sell it. You're so attached to it. It's I'm just not like attached. a mole on your ass. You'll never let it. Greg, I can't get rid of this. I, mm. We all know the story. No, I've never told the full story uh, for lots of reasons. It's just still ongoing story. Anyways, but. At a certain point, we're like, you know, we're still living here, and we can't sell it because of the ongoing story. Right, you gotta enjoy it. So we're like, okay, well, let's make it a little better. Like, I'm looking over here my uh, my door that my uh, little toddler discovered my pens. Yeah. My dry erase marker does not erase off of uh, finished doors very well. So. No, it doesn't. But you know what does take it off. Mr. Clean. Yes, I know that trick. Not this door. Somehow, because of the paint quality, it's embedded. And I've taken full sponges in. I'm going to have to paint this sucker. Yeah, just paint it. Yeah, you're going to have to paint it. It's a door. Do it kills and then paint over over top of that. It'll work. Do it kills? Kills will go full on, eh? I I know how to do it. Mm -hmm. So, don't want to, but I know how. Yeah. Anyways, Do yeah, no. Garage, get a little overspray on wife's car. It's all good. <laughs> no, I'll probably go a little ch- cheaper than, than spray. You got a sprayer? Maybe I should just bring it over to you. Nope. Spray up, spray on Michelle's vehicle. Too busy. <laughs> okay, I'll grab your sprayer, and then uh, when you're it's done booked. spraying, it's booked for a good year. Because I'm yeah, not gonna next, get to it this year. The next two months. Okay, well, I'll do Honestly, it. Honestly, I would leave that there. Just leave that shit there, okay? It's I memories. know it bothers you. It bothers me too. I have it all over my house. I have things like that all over my house. And I it occurred to me the other day. I'll never see that again. Oh. Like I'll never like they, see they, that they, again. Cuz the kids moved on. The kids have moved on. They grew up. They realized that shit doesn't go on the on the on the wall. Right, right. Not that I left the shit on the wall. Well, some places I thought, well, that was actually pretty Smear artistic. It, yeah. I'll leave that on there. It'll harden. It'll cure. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But I look at that. and I'm like, okay, hey, I'm in that stage of my life. I've got little ones. 
mm-hmm. they're they're messy little assholes and they fuck shit up and they break everything in my house and they don't know how to stand next to a wall without touching it mm-hmm. with dirty hands and stuff right mm-hmm. and i look at all this and it was probably about a week ago and i'm like you know what it's hard for me to admit it but i was like i'm okay with it i'm fine with it because in five years time i'm just gonna paint sure and i'm just gonna look at this and, and when i paint and the house is gonna be all immaculate and all brand new again but then i thought you know what i'll probably miss that because the little ones aren't there anymore they're not making a mess they're not you know holding sure. on their hands and then i'm gonna I'm going to have a, like a grandparent syndrome kind of going on. Yeah, the empty nester. Yeah. Yeah. So I just so, thought, you know what? Just let them fuck shit up. Like, well, just do what we did. Just, you know, well, you're getting old now, so maybe you shouldn't. But um, I started know. late. I started late. I shouldn't have started so late having kids. Well, you can have another one. Like, I got called. A, I, I got mistaken for a grandpa coaching soccer this week. Whoa. Yeah. How? Well, Don't look that I'm old. Fucking silver. Well, okay, well, there's some truth to that. But, yeah. Anyway. You don't look, you know, go past that. It's not that bad. No, no, no. I can still do a deep knee bend. Fuck that guy. Yeah, look, you can do a full squat. You can get back yeah, up. I can do a full squat. Fuck out. Yeah. What do you lift, you, bro? Yeah, well, like, hey, no, he can't even go down on one knee without getting up, without getting some help up. You know, if he's you making know? fun of another dude, he goes down a lot. Trust me. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Um, a real yeah, man no, just kids. looks at a guy and go, it's a dad. Give him a fucking break. Yeah. Those are 36 he, he, jeans because he's got love for his kids. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's 36 jeans. That is a hard pant size to find, let me tell you. Yeah. That's a hard pant size. You you go to a Levi store, try to find a 36. Yeah. They ain't fucking there. hipsters with their 29, 31 stupid 31s fuck them you know what though they're not buying from those stores they're because sandwich there's tons of 30s 20 tons of 29 i know the hipsters are into the old school shit right they they want those levi levi red tags yeah but not from a not from like the the you remember when that was the fucking gene remember remember the 501s with the button yeah the 501 with the button yeah Yeah, those were like so expensive yeah you're not good I was poor, so I always looked for them in the thrift shop, and they right. would always have like a couple ink stains and some rips, and I'd be like, "Fuck!" Now you're paying hundreds of dollars for the ink stains. Yeah, I know, right? And I used to pick those up for five bucks. There you go. And you're if you went on the right, time. if you went on the right day at Value Village, you could fill a bag for five bucks. It didn't matter what was in the bag; you could fill the grocery bag, and everything in it was for five dollars. I used to mm. look at my mom and I'd be like, "Mom, you know you're poor when we go to Value Village when they have a sale." And she's like, <laughs> well, you know you're you know you're poor when you call it. She changed the name from Value Village to VV Boutique. VV Boutique, is that yeah. what it is now? No, no, no. That's just what I know. Some people call it. Oh, VV instead Boutique. of calling it Value Village, they call it VV Boutique. Oh, okay. See, I'm more yeah, of a Salvation Army guy myself. Since I turned like since I was an adult. And buy mm-hmm. my own shit. Like, I don't buy new clothes. I hardly ever. If I buy something new of clothing, it might be at Costco. But, like, right. my brother-in-law loves to shrink his clothing. And he's and he's a, <laughs> he's a big guy. And he gives me his clothes. Right. And I, I, I haven't bought myself clothes in a long time. Right. Yeah. It's actually something I'm quite proud of. 
I don't that's, that's quite, that is quite, that's a dad this, move if I've ever this, seen a dad move. This jacket that you see me wearing, see this blue jean? Yeah. Blue jean jacket right, right. I wear? Yeah, yeah. I, I see found it. this in the garbage. Shut up. No, no, no. It was actually in the garbage. And I took it out. I was like, fuck, this thing's still good. And I took it home and washed it. And it's a fight. I love this jacket. It's just warm, right, perfect. Like, nicely. The, everything's just nicely soft. Like, it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how much money you make or what you do for a living or whatever else. It's the deal. It's it, the deal it's, you can get. Honestly, like, I don't know. I just, I've never no. been that kind of guy. I love it's it. It's like, I oh, why don't, why don't you, like, I used to get made of fun of all the time when i was a kid but shoes right and the car i sure. drove and stuff like this and yeah well and velcro, like, velcro shoes can do it for you I'm, yeah well true. anyway those velcro shoes like they i last. they were fucking good shoes like mm-hmm. zellers had some ba- dynamite velcros Ooh, don't we yeah. miss zellers and my dad yeah. my my dad was a painter right yeah and he was always a paint he, was, he paints all the time so he would go through these cheap shoes all the time so yeah, like why buy new and, why buy good shoes when you're painting? Yeah, right. they were like the the Zellers Voigt or something like this. And right. uh, <laughs> anyway, I tried a pair on and I was like, "Fuck, these are great." And I have people, oh, you got Velcros or whatever. Had I known twenty years later, thirty years later, that shit would be in style, I would have kept some of them motherfuckers. Like they were some. I had well, some he, sweet. You sweet all heard of Shaq, right? You know Shaq. Yeah, yeah. He's got a line of uh, shoes. I think it's with Walmart. Where he's Walmart. got his, yeah, he's a big he, guy in Walmart, yeah. Yeah, he, he made shoes. He had a deal. You think you guys know the story? He had Shaq, this deal, I think, with Reebok. Shoes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, had, he had a deal with Reebok. He found out, you know, some kid said or some parent said something about love the shoes, but can't afford for my kids. Yeah, he called the next day or shortly after and said, yeah. "I'm canceling my contract." Yeah, you keep you know, your money. Keep your money, and uh, I'm starting my own brand, and I'm going to sell it at affordable prices. Yeah. Good for you. Uh, and my my stepdad, uh, Schaefen, has a pair of shacks. I've never, him. I've actually never tried them on. I actually haven't. They're actually, them. they're actually a good shoe. Like they're a legit shoe. They're a great shoe. Yeah. And uh, fuck, back in the day when I was playing basketball, I didn't. Uh, well, we didn't have the money for Nikes, Reeboks, or anything like that. I played in the. Uh, the Converse. Um, Did you play Converse basketball? No, no, that no. painful. Dude, like no, that was. It was uh, whatever Zellers had, whatever their brand was. I can't remember their their brand. Uh, they're coming to me. I always had the orange and black ones because we were the Tigers. So I always had orange oh, and black. Well I thought that, that was worked. really cool, matchy matchy, yeah. right? But I was fuck. I was, I was the only one with them. They had no they had no grips, so I had to I had to time my slide. Right. So my they slide. So I didn't. Yeah, I wasn't. A, there was no top. And, you know those squeak 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 squeak. Yeah. You know on a court floor. It's more like I didn't have that. I had a slide like, and I timed my <laughs> slides right. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty embarrassing. Like when we would do lines in practice, right? Like so you just run to that line, touch line, touch line, yeah, touch yeah, line. Yeah. Mine was slide, touch, slide, touch, slide. That's why you get the moves, man. You had yeah, to, you had to you had to like know your timing oh, yeah. way before yeah. you were dancing. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. See, uh, it was it's it was good times. You know, growing get, up poor has advantages. It, it does, does it have does. advantages. You know what's crazy though? Today, speaking a little segue here. So, we, 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 the only prep we've really, really done for the show is say, "Hey, maybe we should talk about cars." Everybody's favorite pastime. All right, but we're right, not. Right. We're bad. not talking about like Corvettes or you know, you know, your Mustangs or you know, your souped-up trucks or you know, whatever you want. Murder. <laughs> 
<laughs> we're talking, we're talking like Honda Civics from 1998 going for five grand and they're pieces of crap. We're not talking souped up vehicles. We're talking rust buckets going oh, for you're five about, like, grand right now. How, oh, okay. I see what you mean by talking cars. So you're talking yeah. about just how crazy shit is right now with pricing of used vehicles. Well, I'll tell you why I'm in this. I mean, I'm in this little, I'm in this hunt. I'm in a hunt right now. So, oh, you guys, my daughter, car right now? I'm, uh, we've got our cars. I got my I got my uh, used car for a good price. I probably could sell it for close to twelve grand right now. I picked it up for less than six. What? And it, yeah, and that was a crazy deal back then. So okay. I got it knocked down pretty good. So it, it probably I could have flipped it the next week for about and made fifteen hundred bucks, maybe close to two thousand. Anyways, um, so. My daughter, my middle child, uh, was in a car accident during the winter. Blah, 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 blah. She's fine. She's good. She got rear-ended. She's good. She's not at fault. That's always good. So she got a buyout. She got paid out. She paid the, for the vehicle back before the crazy prices went up. She paid about just around four grand. She got paid out just around nine. Now, try to find a vehicle equivalent for four grand that's just not happened because you know the market has gone crazy so um yeah what's the so crappiest where, card you ever bought what the crap oh my god i've i've yeah. had some shit buckets yeah are you kidding which me? ones which one's your favorite i was just gonna say like do you think uh have you looked into the repos from rcmp repos um, not yet. Those are usually okay, auctions. Well, look off, into though. something like that. Yeah, yeah. They go into auctions and stuff. I've had some really shitty experience with cars, but like, one of the greatest fucking buys I ever made was a five thousand dollar car that ended up costing me thirty that I sold for six. Wait, wait. You, a five thousand dollar <laughs> car that cost you thirty grand that yeah. you sold for six. Correct. After repairs, so, after repairs, cost of borrowing, everything, that car cost me $30,000. Whoa. You want to talk about a lemon? Whoa. I mean, I mean, I knew the shop owners, children's brothers, cousins. I spent right. so much time there. Wow. You're invited yeah. for the, the, the And that's the why christening you do not buy cars in an auction that don't have an inspection. I bought a car. It was a Mazda Presidia MX-3. Holy, I mean, even I can't even picture that vehicle. Presidia, a Mazda Presidia, Presidia MX3. They were popular. They were popular in the nineties. I bought that car. I thought it was a really nice little car, cute car. I mean, hot. Oh, well, that was the that was precursor to the Miata. That no, I right. didn't have Miata. No, but it was was it? Yeah, I think that was a the ever, Miata before the Miata. Fucking car, Miata. No, no, I think that was a precursor <laughs> to the Miata. Ferrari. MX3? The, yeah, Presidia MX3. At a 93 Presidia MX3. It was supercharged, cold air intake, had uh, dual exhaust. It was a beautiful, beautiful car, V6. Um, had everything you want in it, except didn't have reverse when I bought it in the auction. And didn't know that until after I bought it. So no I buy this car. It's got no reverse. The transmission was actually completely cooked. 
There's a cook transmission. So I had to, right out of the gates, buy a brand new transmission for the thing. Oh, brutal. Yeah. And then it continued. <laughs> it just, it continued. Everything in that car was brand new the day that I sold it. From head Whoa. seals to fuck you name it. I mean, a completely new car. And I just, I had enough. And I finally just wanted to get rid of it. So I got rid of it. I sold it to someone for $6,000. And I said, look, you're going to get a a $30,000 car for six grand. The MX-5 became the Miata. Yes. By the way. The the MX-3 just ended in 98. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I love that Presidia. It was a really great car. After that, I I bought a Tempo. A Ford Tempo. Oh, this guy was selling the... a Ford Tempo on the, the whatever that was a trader back then. They probably still have the trader, don't they? It was on the trader. It was Auto a thousand trader? bucks. Yeah. Yep. Thousand bucks. Went in there, saw it. I'm, I was, I'm like, hey, man, is there anything wrong with this? Is this thing going to blow up or what? He's like, no, no, no. It's a good runner. I drive it every day to work. I'm like, all right, cool. Let me just take it for a spin. I take it for a spin. Everything's good. Ah, oh, it's a good little tempo. It's a piece hmm. of shit, but whatever. Thousand bucks, here you go. So I go, I drive home. This guy was in North Edmonton. I drive home to Duke. I get on the highway. The fucking thing's got a death wobble to it. I oh. mean, it's ready to go. Went into the mechanic. The mechanic's like, oh yeah, your whole front end's about to come off. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> nice. Awesome. Nice. This is just what I needed. After I just got rid of one piece of shit, I inherited another one. Well, you lesson learned. The next day, I drove into Dodge and then bought an SRT. SRT, oh the, the neon. That orange car that I used to have. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. yeah. So yeah, you don't. The neon. The, it's not. It's not a neon because the neon's like, you know, your yeah. It was the SRT car. one, so it was a. Yeah, yeah. It was a nice car. It was a very nice car. It was a very expensive car. But the funny story about that fucking car is that when I saw it, I saw it in the paper at work. So I get to work. I'm all pissed off about this car. I'm looking for car shopping. I look in the paper and I see this car. And it's in it's in the paper and it's saying $10,995. And I was like, "Okay. Fuck yeah. Okay. How many years I'm old? Have, How, it was, have a look at it. It was brand new, like brand new. It was a brand new car. Okay. And it was uh it was a 2005. Brand new car 2005. I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'm going to get this thing." I go in to uh, uh where the fuck was it? What's a uh, what's a Dodge dealership, Chrysler dealership that's right on White Mud, sixty sixth Street? Uh, not uh, Southtown. White Mud, Southtown Chrysler. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go into Southtown Chrysler. I'm like, hey, I, I want Southtown. this car. This mm-hmm. uh, you guys still got this car? Oh yeah, we got a lot of those. I'm like, okay, great. Let me see one of them. He shows me this car. I'm like, that's not the fucking car. It's right here. I want this one. That's in the paper. This one. He's like, oh, we don't have one of those. He'd have to order one of those. I'm like, okay, well, yeah, let's let's. Let's talk about this. Let's get one that's on order. Uh, yeah, it turns out to be a $36,000 car. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Look at the paper here, buddy. It's 10990 No, that's that's just a base model neon. I'm like, well, how can you Well, that's a- not in this picture. Oh, you got to read the small print. The, the pictures could be just... And I'm like, motherfucker. And that's what I learned about car ads, eh? Mm -hmm. Just how deceiving they are and all this, all the bullshit. And I 
And I brought in the sales managers and I I just pulled a Diana just in the middle of a fucking car shop. <laughs> I ain't having none of this bullshit. I came in here to buy this motherfucking car right here. It's ten thousand nine hundred ninety five dollars. This is all I'm gonna pay. That's all I want. Anyway, they kept me in that dealership for fucking four and a half hours until finally I signed on the SRT for twenty one grand. Hey, and whoa, I was that's... still pissed. Right, but you got them from 36 to 21. I was still pissed. And I told him, I said, you're going to throw in oil changes and every tire rotation for as long as I have this car. You know what? I had that car for six months. <laughs> what did you and do? I, I had that car for six months. I got a job to give me a, a, a truck. That car sat in a garage. I drove it once a month to get <laughs> smokes. I drove it once a month to get smokes. I paid that car off in like three years, and it literally just, I bought a car cover for it. It was like this fancy car that I just went out for a little tour drive every now and then. A neon. Just, yeah, just like, the, uh, yeah, just like your up, grandpa's kept. A souped up fucking neon, right? <laughs> yeah. Ended up selling that car. I ended up selling that car with, uh, oh, fuck. Fuck, it had like 23,000 kilometers on it. Uh, ten, that's, ten, that's a... years, 10 years later, <laughs> I held on to this car forever, but Michelle will never drive it because it's a standard. I oh. tried to teach her with it. I tried to teach her. She wouldn't drive it. And I love this fucking car. I ended up selling that car for, I, I think it was like 12 grand. Hey, that's not bad. Well, because that back then, it, we were going through a recession there. Yeah. And... Uh, we were going through the recession, and anyway, cars were just going for nothing, right? And there was this local girl here in Beaumont, and it was her first car. I'm like, oh, her dad's like, Jesus, you're not going to find a better car than this at this price. So you're just not going to. Like, there's no mileage. This guy's taking care of this thing. And uh, I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I still see it to this day. I see it rip around town, and I'm just oh, like, man, that must. I still see her like. Pain just, you, or are you like proud of it? Like, it's like, there you go. Be free. Enjoy life. Oh, yeah, life. for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Like, I've never looked back. No, no regrets. The only regrets I ever had of buying cars was, like, that that one that I bought in uh, the auction. Oh, my God. That was a learning lesson for me. But what about you? Oh, man. I've had my doozies. I uh, The ex-wife got in car accidents. That was her hobby, it seemed, before, you know, the other hobby she ended, ended up enjoying. Um, we'll leave it at that. Um <laughs> <laughs> um, that's anyways, her hobby. Yeah, it's her hobby. Still, still doing she her. She's a redhead, wasn't she? Uh, Naturally, no. Um, no, no, she was not a, not a natural redhead. Um, but anyways, road rage. Yeah, no. So she was in an accident, and you know, my first car that I drove as a teenager was an old nineteen eighty three. Buick Skylark. Oh man, that's a it nice was my car. it was my great aunt's car. It was like the the boxy V six. Nice. You know, it was not pretty. It was decent though. Old carburetor. Like I learned, I you know, I started driving it around 93, 90, 93 I started driving it maybe before mm-hmm. that. I know I learned on it, so it would have been like yeah. ninety one. And so you know, whatever. But my grandpa had serviced it. He was a mechanic for you know oh, forever. Oh, so this is a good runner. No, it was a, it was in good shape. Um, but he modified a few things just so that there were certain air intakes at certain spots. So it probably had oh. I don't know what it would have been for horse power off Did the gate. Did he bore it out? Yeah, that sounds about right. 
Yeah, he bored out the yeah. pistons. Yeah. And so, whatever. No, he no, he drilled something into the carburetor too. He um, it was pretty much as poor man's turbo. Oh, okay. A, a good yeah. way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. Not quite a t- turbo, but a poor man's turbo. Just so it would get better. Threw uh, in an extra intake into it. Yeah, pretty much. Kind of like, uh, kind of like the CBOs of the four. Yeah, four yeah, yeah. Carburetor. Yeah. Which is great because in ninety ninety three through ninety five, it was like when like you know the green machines, like all the all the manufacturers had this like weird teal blue, and any mm-hmm. of the cars that had teal blue blue seemed to have like a special like you know a little extra horsepower from there. So these mm-hmm. these punks, but I I. I moved from Calgary from like poor neighborhood to Sherpark, Park, whatever, whatever. So all these kids had like way too much car. I I never saw a teenager drive such nice cars in my life. Mm-hmm. I didn't think teenagers should deserve a new car in my life. That was yeah, that yeah. Was the way it was. Yeah. Anyway, I had so a they had these pony that drove on two cylinders. Right. So I had this car. Skylark. It looked like it can, you know it was a boat anchor pretty much. And so, you know, get the line, and they're like, oh, Rev, okay, hoo, hoo, funny, funny. But then I kill them every single time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, um, so it whipped around. But that car, I sold that one off. Don't uh, I made money off that one. Um, and then and then I had a, a – I got another grandma's vehicle. Because that was for me. It was like, what car can I get for cheap that yeah. was good? And you just yeah, look yeah. for those grandma vehicles. So it was another Oldsmobile. And it was uh, a little bit bigger, a little bit more. It was maroon, not my color. But again, I was like a student trying to like get through newly married, right? So mm-hmm. whatever. So you just get whatever the cheapest car you can. It's a good price for sure. But she ended up wrecking that one, and then so that's where I did a panic purchase. And those are always the bad ones. Oh yeah, I, for I sure. bought a Mazda six two six. And it was a little bit on the stretch for uh, it was like a used car, but I used I, I bought it on uh, financing. I don't think I'd ever do that again. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it was not bad, but I feel like it was just a beast to work on. Like all the other cars, I could work on myself. Mm-hmm. But with the Mazda, no. like you try to change an alternator, no, mm-hmm. you actually got to drop the engine to yeah. get to the alternator because it's between the transmission. So it's above the transmission, by the by the engine, by the firewall. So you can't. So it's under the engine, above the transmission, just by the firewall. There it is. You can't get to it. Yeah. For that's like most cars nowadays. It really is. Like Michelle's uh, Kia Sereno that I bought her. Right. Like she's got. You know she needed a uh, timing. um, The timing chain housing seal needed to be changed. Well, that was a. That was an 18-hour labor job just to get to that damn seal. Holy crap. Yeah. So buy a new car at that point. Well, it's just like it's like those Ford trucks that I had for a long time, right? Those uh, 07, 08 uh, uh, diesels back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a big problem with their um, uh, the radiator seals and stuff like that kind of going. It was a bunch of problems. You actually had to take the whole cab off the truck to do this repair so your truck would be down for like a week and a half. It's crazy. Ain't nobody got time for this shit. Nobody. You know what? It's crazy. I was, I've been uh, sidetracked for a little bit. I've been reading this book by Simon Sinek. Highly, highly recommend it. Uh, called uh, Simon Sinek. He's he's such a cynic. Cynic. Actually, that is actually probably the bright way of saying his name. Um, have you read any or, or watched or listened to him speak? 
So what does he do? So I never looked like, into him. What does he do? He is make very cool, catchy. Instagram he's videos. like a business analyst and behavioral behavioral analyst that okay. breaks down uh, business concepts and helps people understand the importance of not only just a healthy workplace environment where you're actually caring for people. Mm-hmm. It's actually what are the things that you are as a company targeting that allows you to move forward <clears throat> in a way that brings people along for the betterment of all. So not only so not only for your employees, but for your for your um, executive team and ultimately your shareholders. And so basically his his general argument is well, this is, I, I'm way oversimplifying. A- anyways, actually this was not the point I was gonna talk about, but anyways he basically okay, I've always wanted him just to button up his shirt just one more button. Yeah, yeah, just one more speak. So this last book was talking really about like, you know, when you're playing in business or anything you're doing, the the idea of what you're going to aim for is either a finite where there's an end that either you win or lose Mm -hmm. or there's an infinite where you don't have an end point. And so whatever you're doing needs to be able to live beyond some definite end. So without that type of, and then he goes into a whole swack load of, of ideas. But one of the points that he makes is that currently right now, what we're living with is not so much that capitalism has failed in that we have actually reached near the end of the infinite game that started in 1979 or the ultimate outcome of the games that started in 79 before. So there's this guy, this might be, too much for this podcast but anyways there's this guy named milton friedman spelt like the german way mm-hmm. where he um he was he's pretty much the father of the 80s and 90s kind of like capitalist boom anything from like the wall street kind of stuff like he was the one that really his books were the ones that wall street and companies kind of took so before milton's idea of capitalism took hold the average ceo made about 30 percent more than the average worker in that company now it's closer to like hundreds if not a thousand percent yeah yeah which is ridiculous and they're paid based on not the actual outcome of the business but they're paid based on the projections that they set so if it was based on, hey, the business is continuing to do well. <clears throat> Th- then the CEO keeps their job. That's that sounds like a reasonable thing. But what they what CEOs are generally paid by is they pick these arbitrary numbers, projections that they say we're going to meet this, and whatever it takes to meet that number of uh, the the ratios. If it means firing a thousand people to get to that number, the CEO. M- came through with his with his promise and all the shareholders were happy but you're leaving customers behind you're leaving employees behind you're leaving the society in a worse shape and that type of thinking has filtered into everything that we we do so even even including nonprofits at some extent and so um yeah and so if you go before freeman and john adams vision of of capitalism we're in a much better off but anyways 
that's uh there's the summary of that book in a very bad nutshell anyways i actually forgot what we were talking about why i was going to bring him in but anyways the the, the books you know, what we're going for in terms of uh getting deals is i just want a car for my daughter because she mm-hmm. got that payout right so i'm trying to find a decent How old's car your daughter again she's 20 yeah now, i'm not so, buying it for she's paying she's buying i yeah, know but why is this your problem well that's a good question this is why because i'm gonna help her yeah but the, you don't have to yes i know i don't have let, to but let I want me to. be this dick dad can't, here can be the dick dad be this dick dad here. let her fail or succeed on her own you can give when she's if 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 she's cool when she's found something let her uh, run it by you okay which she probably will but let her dig mm-hmm. let her mm-hmm. dig it's there's, just there's it's a, just it's just that's part of life man i love that man I, I usually do that for for most of the time this one i'm making an exception and i'm not getting into to the details there's a lot going well, on. Well, I get her. it. There's there's so yeah. much fucking inflation in used cars right now. It's so stupid. Like well, we're 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 way past twenty five percent on inflation everything. of used vehicles right now. Yeah. We're way past that. We're over hundred percent. We've, got, we've sure. got manufacturers from Ford, GM, Toyota that are reaching out to these dealers saying, Hold your fucking horses on how much you're inflating these prices, boys. Because mm-hmm. this is gonna bite you in the ass if you don't know business. It will yeah. bite you in the ass. And we just like if if you're selling a vehicle right now or something like that, you're in the position to sell your vehicle or whatever, and you don't need another one. You're mm-hmm. winning. You are so winning right now for sure. But it is it is an, a ludicrous market right now. I don't understand exactly all the inner workings of why it's being this way, especially when we're coming from. Here's what I never understood. Through COVID, we have mm-hmm. seen consumer spending skyrocket. Mm-hmm. And we've also seen unemployment skyrocket. Mm-hmm. Now, normally, skyrocket. when we see those in either sense, those two don't correlate ever. We don't well, see massive unemployment with massive spending. We don't see those ever correlate, but... For whatever reason, in the last two and a half years, we have seen it correlate to spending. Now, could it be, oh, uh, well, I can't travel. Sure. We're talking about a very small, uh, you know, well, right. well, fortunate both... few that, oh, I couldn't take my kids to Disneyland, so I'm going to spend the $12,000 on a new pergola. Sure. But that's a very small fraction of the right. population. Right. So it's – it's it's um. Partly combination of a lot of Western civilizations paid their people to sit at home, do nothing. So they, they printed money. What? I didn't get fucking that shit. This well, you didn't apply. You didn't apply. You have to apply. So that's yeah. a bad idea. Some people have to pay their stuff back. But anyways, so they, they printed money um, saying this because of COVID. But Venezuela did it without any of those emergencies. Way before. And so they printed money. They gave some money to the population. They gave the rest of them to their buddies. And now inflation's going up because every time you print money against other value, everybody else's money goes down. Whatever. Sure. Makes sense. But um, so there's that. So people were spending stuff that 
other and everything was cheaper like gas was cheaper everything was cheaper but a lot of this was writing was on the wall in terms of prices going up and then we saw manufacturers shut down plants for for reasons called covid when there really isn't a reason for called covid mm-hmm. or we had uh, whole ports shut down because of covid either because of truckers uh, uh not being allowed to truck because of the mandates that, that were weirdly put on them after the fact mm-hmm. um so we had we had government policies clearly limit the infrastructure and the supply chain and it looks very very intentional um and when you actually put it up and now they're talking food shortages and over the last eight, uh, 12 months we've had i think 18 um, food processing plants go on fire uh, catch baby on fire formula. or demolished baby formula big thing right now. well there's a baby formula factory here in canada Never mind that is your dedicated toyota sienna there's no baby formula well it's 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 just a little too convenient for me that this is all happening at the same time. Oh, so, let's dig into this. Go ahead, conspiracy theorist Alden McNaughton. Let's hear it. Well, it's not really conspiracy theory when it's actually on the websites so of actual no. corporations. Yeah. I believe everything on the web, too. No, no, no. No, this is not. No, this is like legit. Here's our plan. So, anyways. Honestly... When, when the Pfizer CEO hear, I wanna, this week, I want to hear exactly what you're talking about right now. I want to hear what you're talking about because all I think it comes down to is lazy fucking people. No, it's not excuses. No, he, right now, this past week, oh, we're gonna get flagged. Um, oh, in Switzerland, anyway, okay, I know, in Switzerland? No, this, in Switzerland, there's a bunch of this. Yeah, I'm. I don't want to. I'll. I won't. I poured another drink for this motherfucking talk. Yeah, I can't believe I'm saying this. So basically, there's... I'm sure it's talked about all over the place. I'll just say this. So the World Economic Forum is hosting an event in Davos, Switzerland. They do this every single year. um, And it's for the elite of the elite. Yeah. They also... This is a place where everybody flies in. You have to be allowed to join the party. And we're talking heads of like Pfizer CEOs spoke about... One of his new technologies where there's an actual microchip in the pill. So once it hits your stomach, <laughs> like legit, this is on, uh, this is the CEO talking at a, a question and answer period at the Davos, Switzerland World Economic Forum. When does this to, happen? Last week here? I'm saying. Yeah, this past week. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah so you, you, can, you can look up on YouTube. It's out there. And it's like, man... These guys just don't know when to stop. So, and the idea is like, oh, that way insurance companies can know that when that the patients are taking the pills at the right time. Oh, okay. Okay, sh- okay, okay, sure, sure, sure. Anyways, on the World Economic Forum, if you go to their website, you can actually look up the Fourth Industrial Revolution, okay. and there is an amazing web source matrix okay. that you keep clicking on each of the individual webs that one like they'll have like a this there's a wheel and on there was like technology government healthcare, um education um food supply mm-hmm. um 5g keeps going around and then how do they interconnect and how do you get them across the world how do we get this fourth industrial revolution underway how do we influence the governments of the world 
to do these changes that we think are best for the, the world. Okay. It's all being organized for the World Economic Forum. So there what's the World Economic Forum? Like, what, why should I care about this? Uh, because uh, our prime minister and half our, our uh, half of the ministers belong to World Economic Forum and were, uh, were trained by their leadership program. Okay. Yeah. So Industrial Revolution... All fourth, that sounds great to me. Fourth Industrial Revolution. Sure. There but that'd be also, only one, if you keep going. And we kill the other ones as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, but the Fourth Industrial Revolution includes you don't have ownership of your land. Oh, really? Yeah. I really don't, actually. And either no, you you will not anyone. have, you won't be allowed to even have title. Because if you really don't, if you don't pay those taxes that come in here next month, did you get your bill? I got mine. And if I don't pay that bill... Guess what? It doesn't matter how much of money I've put into this home. I go bye bye. Yeah, but you never you still own, own anything in this world. And but I, you, I, I, but I you have rights though as an owner. Sure, you have rights. Yeah, they're talking about as removing those as, rights. I will take a lot of stress off your back here. Go get yourself a nice bottle of Antique One Hundred Seven Weller, or maybe something from Hanson Distillery. I, I prefer. I really do prefer the five year over the three year don't ask me why maybe i'm pretentious but it is delicious you get yourself a bottle of that you take a nice little glass you put it in the glass you drink the glass of whiskey and then you just remember you don't own fucking shit while you're on this little green fucking planet here that's swirling through nothingness you're only borrowing it for the time that you're here and that's it and who gives a shit? Make it the <laughs> best you can because you really don't own fuck all. You don't own shit. Those golf clubs that I'm looking at right now, I have to bring those to my garage because I'm supposed to take a customer out golfing this week. And I should probably bring them, get them cleaned. But we don't own shit. Yeah, None of us Do you, you like being shit. allowed to go when you want to go? Oh, for sure. But I'm just saying, I don't get that choice if I don't pay my taxes to the government. Yeah, but we're talking a lot I just of choices. Get evicted. We're talking about a lot of choices here. I want the microbot chip in the stomach. Does no. it come with the little guy? <laughs> you remember the movie? It talks to the you. Guy? Oh no, yeah, the the um yeah where you, where you get shrunken down to his son or something like that or yeah, he like that. can swim through your body and check shit yeah. out for you. Dennis like, Quaid, dude, I think, you was got in that some one. real problems with your liver here. Man, you got to cut out that whiskey a little bit. Just a little bit. Because, god damn. Remember when he's in the movie and he's in the liver? And he puts out a little glass or he's, or he's in the esophagus. He's like, drink some beer right now. And then he like puts a little cup and then he starts drinking beer with him. Ugh. What was that movie called? Um, Oh, man, that was a totally 80s movie. It was great. Dennis Quaid. Anyways, we're, yeah, we're talking about cars. How do we get to where we're going? I oh, know. yeah, because There's... of the, 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 the way the... the the way the um, manufacturing is going. Yeah. Yeah. But honestly, so you think that this is all for a reason and you haven't got to why. And that's what I want to know. Why do There's you think the, the inflation would make things so hard on its people? Why? Control. Okay. So why? Tyranny. So why? We still live in a democratic country. So why? Um, if if you're trying to be a, a so so is Venezuela, you, so Venezuela technically you're... Venezuela technically is a democratic country. Oh come on! 
It is. Technically, it is. So. <laughs> okay. Well, it's yeah. it's it's a. Uh, I I wouldn't call it that. Like I I really wouldn't right. call it that. So look at Venezuela, and look how they went about their control of a very. We're talking a, a very uh, wealthy nature nation with with resources. Oh, one of the wealthiest. Yeah. They have the worst situation for their population. Like when you get lineups oh, for, sure. for toilet paper and lineups for food mm-hmm. because the government wants to control everything for the sake of the elite. A friend that smuggles uh, prescription drugs for his mother through Colombia to get to her. That's what we're talking about worldwide. But how can it happen here? Well, read read the document. But, but we got guns and shit. Not in Canada, we don't. Not compared. Oh. We do, but we don't. Yeah. So what do I need to do? Um, you just like what's your advice for me? Aren't you a friend? You? Give me some. Give me some advice. Um, be careful who you vote for. And I really um, like Rachel Notley, honestly. (laughs) She says all the right things. She argues everything. Her commercials are so, so, they just feel warm and fuzzy. Yeah, they do. Like, I'm going to get everything I ever want in my life if I vote for Rachel Notley. If you you vote Rachel Notley, you will like what what you, I don't care if you don't like electrical bills being high. It's okay. You'll like no Rachel Notley because and I tried to ride. The, I tried to ride my bike and walk to work, and I froze, and I lost three fingers. But you but liked it because Rachel Notley got you. Okay. Yeah, she yeah. told me it was okay. She's like, you can walk to work, and I tried, and it was forty five minutes. And it was it was thirty five below, and I didn't make it. But I did try, and Rachel you, was. You there didn't to get one percent of the way to the rig that you had to get to, but you tried. You tried. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Like, um, you just got to be aware. Be aware that some of the things that they're like, they'll push on us for, you know, friendly, uh, more secure, or, you know, this will be betterment for your life. It's not always that way. Like, this whole Beyond Meat thing, just garbage. Like, that's just garbage to me. Like, the math, the science doesn't add up. The savings to the environment doesn't add up. Mm-hmm. So, um, what is yeah. Beyond Meat then? Like, what, what are they trying to say? They're trying to say that Beyond Meat or like isn't it meat... just like veggie burgers? Is... No, no, it's it's chemically altered vegetables to have the taste and texture of meat. Oh, that sounds safe. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Just like you know, what's, processed what's anything. What's wrong with uh, what's what is what is wrong with all of this? Like, I get it. If you're a vegetarian, that's totally fine, and. uh if you're a vegetarian and uh, you want to go to the store and feel good about yourself, you buy Beyond Meat because you want to know what a burger tastes like, well, then you should be a vegetarian. If you're a vegetarian, you can technically be – you can eat potato chips and be vegetarian. It's not necessarily healthy. But it's kind of like – just because it no, has vegetables in it doesn't mean here, it's vegetable oil get, and here's that, potato here's chips. Here's what I never get. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be a vegetarian, you need to shut it down completely. The whole idea of everything of meat. You need to shut that down. You can't be fucking half in, half out. 
You go vegan or nothing, right? You're either going to shit or you got to get off the pot. Okay. You can't just say, I'm going to have a veggie burger. Well, a burger is a meat patty. Right. Well, I don't associate with meats and killing animals. That's fine. Don't have any of it because that's what a burger is. Go get yourself a fucking bowl of grass and some carrots and have a nice fucking day and shut the fuck up and stop trying to change what my choices are in the grocery store because I couldn't give two shits about what's going on. If people don't realize there's things on this earth, I have this argue with my daughters all the time because they don't like killing animals. Ugh. And I tell her all the time, honey, there are certain things in this world that are here for us to survive and there's certain things on this world for for things to survive off us. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, it seems like we're eating everything. Well, what's there? I'm like, well, you know what? The mosquitoes and the grass and the soil need us. Well, we, And she's see, like, well, what do you mean? Well, when the mosquito see, bites you, it needs you for some food. And then when you die, you go into the earth and you become fertilizer and the grass grows above you and the cows eat that. This is something that I don't understand why we don't I actually thought Disney teach. covered this shit. Just, I don't Disney, understand. Listen, listen to this, though. This is to your point. The... The thing that I don't quite understand is everything that's on Earth right now, they say we're running out of. That's impossible. Because everything on Earth was on Earth before and everything on Earth will remain on Earth. So, so it's the same thing when people tell me, oh, the the world's running low on fossil fuels and oil. Uh, When? Yeah, like in a hundred years, over a hundred years now. No, but no, 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 not even. I'm sorry, yeah. and, I, and I hope I don't fluctuate the price of oil. But oil in this world, in this earth, we are not short of. Oh, hundred percent. We we are dust in the wind. A thousand years from now, there still will be oil in the ground. Yes, I hate to I say agree. that. I'm sorry. It's it's true. So here's there's no shortage of this shit. And the other thing is, like, you know, we've got these water shortages. Like, I was talking to this um, I maintenance um, guru down in the States um, a couple of weeks ago. And he was talking about uh, – they were having a conversation with a group in California about water shortages. And then it led to a conversation with his wife. And he was talking about, like, how, you know, why can't California get their water situation figured out? And, and I said, well – he so I pointed out, I'm like, I said, well, just show them two things. Show them southern Alberta. And show them Israel. Israel, Tel Aviv, all their waters from the ocean. For sure. Like, and ocean line. Like, we have the technology to use ocean water yeah. to convert to potable water. So, there's no water shortage. Just mismanagement of water. There's a big difference. And in southern Alberta, we're growing crops in desert land, pretty much. So, yeah. it's all by... It's all by um, the weir system and through canals and canals, through yeah. it's it's it took effort to get alberta growing crops but we know yeah. how to do it it took a revolution yeah well he was talking about well there's a place in saturday already in the middle of the desert i'm like oh yeah we already have the technology here in alberta he's like what oh. so i gave him a couple of sites on google to look at i showed him like here's the like just look at how we did it like we have these man-made lakes to pool the water for us to piggyback the water all the way down to the d- desert it was brilliant mm-hmm. started a hundred years ago without computers come on yeah there's a way to do it people 
Um, so anyways, there's, there's my point rant. So here's my point for cars back to my daughter and why I'm helping her out. She's currently experiencing life in Greece. Sounds like a vacation. Cause it is. Oh my God. Yeah. Just tell me about more of your daughter's first world problems here. Yeah, I know. Right. First world problems. Well, she saved up her own money. I didn't. The nice thing, I didn't pay a dime for it. And she made some mistakes with her planning. That's good. That's that cost good. cost her a thousand bucks before she left. Like, it that's took good. For good. Yeah, good. exactly what I thought. It was tough for her, but that's good too. She'll yes. figure it out. She's just, she'll get there. Um, I had to and, find out how I was going to get from Dawson Creek back to Edmonton, Alberta after I was kidnapped. What? Yeah. What? Ah, what? That's a, different, that's a different podcast. I guess. But I'll tell you, I did get back. What? <laughs> yeah. Too bad. It's, it's, you know, and with that, we're going to leave that a cliffhanger next week on next week's episode. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> no, no. It's not that great of a story. See, well, they don't know that, Scott. Your story is nobody knows. You I can tell it however you want. It was the 90s, and there was a lot of drugs, and there was a kidnapping that happened, and I woke up in Dawson Creek, B.C. No, no, we're saving that story for another time. That is just a precursor to the real story. So, uh, we'll sure. tell more. We'll, oh, we'll tell. Maybe we'll Anyways, get an expert so what on that. What are you going to do? What are you going to do now? Should you buy new? No. She's 20. Well, she's also, this is what, this is what she's asked. Here's the quick of here's the quick end of the story. Here's a quick end. Somebody else offered to help her. This somebody also helped my other daughter find a car. Okay. They got a car. It was a whatever. It was a Honda CRV. Ooh. And nice. he was all all impressed. Look, it's got a sunroof. Look, it's got leather. Look, it's got AC. Blah blah blah. It's an amazing car. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I finally, I finally, yeah, Hondas should last you a long time. For sure. It's a she, good car. Yeah, Hannah's usually really great. I see her. She comes, brings the vehicle over after she gets it. I look. The battery in this car is a small engine, like like a two-cylinder battery. Like maybe a ride-on lawnmower kind of battery inside yeah, the Yeah, but that's, that's no, what they are. It's got a wood block to hold it in place. It's like half the oh, size of it. Oh! Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they it's, fucking... Yeah, it's yeah. Small battery. <laughs> it's a small battery. And then there's like wiring uh, issues, and they added this and added, and all the wires oh, are getting okay. frayed. And I'm like, oh my word, this is a death trap. And it's leaking oil. It's like, oh yeah, he said it's just fine. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, who, who, the guy that sold it? I'm like, no, no, the guy that helped me find it. I'm like, who is this guy? Well, he's mechanically inclined. I'm like, mechanically inclined? This is, this is bullshit. Sorry for my language. I was just upset. So I'm like, because she didn't talk to me about find, helping her find the car. So, anyways, Bridget was actually getting this other guy to help her find a car. And after uh-huh. she saw what, what what that was going down and some other stuff that was happening, mm-hmm. she's like, Dad, I don't trust anybody but you. And she's, she doesn't know what to look what for. What is this? Where do you find this car helper buyer guy? Who the fuck is this guy? Well, it's back to that hobby that my ex-wife used to be doing and still what, be doing. crashing cars? No, the other hobby she was into. What? I, I was going to say something. Before I can't crash, say that. Yeah, before crashing cars. <laughs> yeah, I can't say she that. She did crashing cars before, and then second, she did things after it, so it's part of that hobby. So she's got another hobby. Okay. 
So, um, so many things I want to say right now. I can't say that. You can't say that. So this new 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 um, new helper is uh-huh. um, not that good at vehicles. But okay. Anyways, um, so she wants me to uh, track down a vehicle and help her. So it's like okay, what what you need. Tell me. I'll tell you what you're going to look for. And you're going to be happy I said this. Okay. You got a pen and paper? You know what? I got a pencil that's going to, I was going to put it on my hand. No, no. Write this shit down. And here we go. Notebook. Find a 2006 yeah, to yeah. 2010 yeah, yeah. Allende Santa Fe. Uh-huh. That's it. Are you sure about that? Because I would disagree. Anyways, maybe. I am 100% sure. Now, you go ahead and do your Google, and you Google high-end qualities between those time frame, in that time frame. That is the best-made vehicle. High-end or high-onda? Whatever the fuck you want to say. I don't give a shit. We're we talking like the Korean vehicles or we're we talking the Japanese? I'm talking Korean. Okay? All right, all right, right. Koreans are fucking dead serious about their shit. That's why I own a Kia. K-pop? Do I, are you sure? Are you sure they're dead serious? They are dead serious about their shit, man. So Honestly, even K-pop. they do not fuck around. You need to make a K-pop fucking concert. You are fucking driving a Kia to make it there. <laughs> or, or, or a Hyundai. Uh, I've got I I I joke. Or their I, mother I have company, Hyundai. Yeah. Anyway, I have a I have a lot of respect and everything that Hyundai does. I do. Hmm. I I think that they are probably one of the best producers of budget vehicles in the world right now. That I would give you that they're they're not they're not a vehicle like a Toyota or a Honda that are going to last you to three hundred kilometers, thousand kilometers. No, no, they they will, but they're not going to have all of the bells and whistles that you would expect in the... In, okay. Here's the thing. When you buy a Hyundai or a Kia, yeah, yeah. you are not buying the tech that comes along with a Toyota or Honda. The research and you, development, yeah. No, no. You, but I mean the tech when you're purchasing. You're not buying the higher-end tech of the navs, the stereos, and that sort of thing. Mm, the bells what and whistles. You are, okay. What you're buying is a mechanically proficient vehicle that's it my biggest regret are you sure about when that? i bought that dodge yes i'm very sure but more than dodge i'll give you that when my biggest regret is not buying a Hyundai santa fe in 2008 uh. i talked to several mechanics back back in the day and i asked them all the time i said what is the literally the best like what most well-made vehicle that you that you ever worked on and all of them would have to agree it's a handy santa fe there you go they said they said honestly it was built to last mechanically sound very well balanced everything is is very well thought out in the santa fe line I can't say anything for anything else they make because no. that was the the recognition that was given from mechanics that work on this shit 
all the time. They they work on used fucking old vehicles all the time. And they always say that if you wanted something good to last and cheap to fix, it was 2000 and it was 2006 to 2010 Hyundai Santa Fe. I'll, I'll tell you, Santa Fe, I would agree with you on. The other, other car, the cars, I would be mm, a little sketchy on. The cars are not as... I, I had uh, a pony, man. <laughs> Shit. That fucking car never blew up ever. It ran on two <laughs> cylinders and my parents still sold for $100. There you go. There you go. Well, I'm looking for something like a Mazda 3 or like a... Oh, Ford Bay. Ford Bay. Well, no, the, Maz, the Mazda Ford 3... No. Yes. Are you thinking about the new... No, I, it has some elements in terms of like the the chat the chassis you're talking about, like same as the Ford Focus. But I'm telling you, the engine is a much different beast. The engine for the Mazda compared to the Ford is different, very different. Zoom, zoom. Yeah, it's a very different beast. It's tweaked. It's just a lot of different than the Ford. But there are some. Can you just some, find I, so, her? Can you just honestly just find her a Toyota Corolla and be done with it? Not in this market. Like a Toyota Corolla for like two hundred and eighty thousand kilometers right now. That with some rust, it's going for around seven to eight. Are you fucking shitting me? Nope. That's a thousand dollar car. Yep. <laughs> wow. Yeah. God damn it, Bobby. Yeah. That is. She just needs nuts. this car to last for two years. Okay, two years. Two years. Two years, okay, two years, but it needs to be reliable so she can drive on the highway in the winter. So okay. it's kind of like she needs like that in between car. So if you know of anybody, DM us on Instagram and yeah, yeah, uh, direct message Instagram, uh, Facebook, fucking blah 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 blah. blah, blah. blah. You know how to get a hold of us. Get a hold of us. Um, thank you very much. Two Scott. years, two, two years. years. That's all we need. Two years. Fucking cars are pieces of shit. She's got a plan in two years that uh, requires her to sell this car and. Uh, and then uh, she'll be off to the races. Hey, what's that boyfriend do? He's uh, he is uh, a master's, his master's degree in environmental studies, and he works down southern Alberta doing reclama- reclamation projects and oversight. Oh, that sounds like he makes enough money to fucking have that problem solved right now. Well, except for, well, he's not married yet. They're not married yet. It doesn't matter. She, he ain't paying for her. That's the way they work. She ain't paying for him. He ain't paying for her. Are you Til- kidding me right now? That's how they work it. Man. They're- I gotta meet this guy. He is solid. He is very solid. He is so solid. Yeah. What? Yeah. The other daughter's uh, is boy- serious boyfriend is... Uh- I wasn't even married to my wife and I bought her a $53,000 SUV. What the fuck? Yeah, this guy's solid. <laughs> He's young though too. He's probably paying off student loans. So, oh yeah, but honestly, yeah. if there's anything that you can work together as a couple, it's it's these kind of things. Oh, they'll figure it out. I'm not worried about my daughters. Actually, they're they're they they're younger. Everybody under 25 makes mistakes. I sure did my fair share, and I think they're doing all right. Don't tell them I said that though. They're scared of me, my opinion. So. No, 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 no. I tell, I tell, don't worry, I tell him, I tell him. You still need to be the dad that strikes fear in the hearts. I say that all the time. 
like Michelle's like, well, I don't know if they're ever gonna like, you know, like think of you as a friend or whatever. I'm like, they don't it, need to be. Really, actually, doesn't matter to me at all. Yeah. Like, I'd rather them actually flinch when I walk in. The I'd rather them respect me than think down to their buddy buddies. <laughs> now, I don't know if they do, but I'd rather that. Oh, I'd rather come that. on now, no, no. They know what you did a good job. You did a good job there, Dad. You, your kids love you, and then and that's all I can look for when my fucking little ones grow up too. Yeah, just gotta make enough mistakes that they 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 trust you. Not too many. They have not to the make wrong enough kinds. mistakes too to know that your advice mattered. That's right. The tip of the day by chances would two tips of the day, and hey, we talked about Hanson Distillery. Let's go support local. Speaking about local, go go check out Avenue Appliances. Good people, good fucking every time. Get that dishwasher looked at, Scott. I have to know if they can do financing. I can't afford a melee dishwasher right off the hop. Well, I need to know if they can do financing because if, if I can finance this shit over the next thirty-seven years, <laughs> I can afford a melee dishwasher. You know well, I'm talking about a thirty-five dollar a month payment for the next thirty-seven years, and we can get this done. You know what? And I'm going to be the biggest dick when I go in the store. I'm like, can you get this done? Let's get this deal done. Yes, I know. It's a $3,700 dishwasher. I just want to finance this for 36 years at $38 a month. Can we get this done today? You know what? They got some clearance items right now on their website. You know what? I'm not it's, looking at clearance. Clearance means they suck and they want to get It's a floor model. Floor model. Fuck you, floor models. You've been touched by people and people have COVID. <laughs> go to avenueappliances.ca. Go call them. Say, contact us. Contact them, Scott, and say, hey, I'm looking for Mealy Dishwasher. Do you guys have Hey, who's the in? guys that we got to talk to there? You want to talk who's to the, the Geesebricks? You want to talk to the Geesebricks? Tell yeah, them. What's their names? Geesebricks? Jerry. Wow, I just went blank. Don't talk to Jerry. He's a busy guy. Well, actually, Faith and Jerry. But Faith and Jerry? Okay. Faith and Jerry. Well, just yep. say hi to Faith and Jerry when you see him there, right? They probably have salespeople there that will talk to you. Sure, but first. I'm going to talk to Faith because I, I feel a little bit more. She's a wonderful person, that. wonderful human being, and so is Jerry. So, okay. And they hire wonderful people. I have more. I have better experience with Faith than I do with Jerry. Yeah. Jer- Jerry with a J, Jerry, not Jerry with a G. You know who the fuck you are. There's no good times without you, buddy. <laughs> well speaking of good times it's time to get off and uh, get ready for tomorrow cheers man cheers to Tuesday happy long weekend hope you got all your flowers planted with your PBR you. 